All right, we're just going to get right into it. I'm not going to say much. My guests today are two whatever-it-means-to-you veterans, uh, two of, of the more uh, memorable podcasts that I feel like we've done as well. T- today, joined together as one in the WMT studio, uh, Mr. Corey Cooper and Sean Murphy. I'm not saying anything else. Let's do it. Welcome. I I, I was talking with Shane last night. I didn't know if our office was even going to be standing after this podcast because we have two fucking powerhouses Uh, in here. uh, Uh, Corey Cooper and Sean Murphy. uh, Uh, We've been talking about doing this for a while. I want to hear about, uh, you know, I know you guys don't have much time, but I want to hear about this Everclades adventure. I know this is the second time you've done it, but Mm -hmm. uh, what possessed you to do it? What happened? All that. Just whatever you guys want to tell me about it. I want to know about it. I mean, I mean, basically, here's how it goes. Corey has an idea, and then I just ride. I'm a, no, I just no, ride no. the snake. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, first off, the first time we let's let's, let's set the record straight. There, this whole there was never my idea to go to the Everglades. The first time we had this dude, uh, uh, this just wacky weirdo that liked to say he did crazy stuff like live in the Everglades for four months but everybody knew he was faking oh yeah yeah, so Sean got really pissed and was like fuck this guy we're gonna go do the Everglades the real way we're 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 gonna paddle through and not take any food and water and yeah (laughs) and I'm like dude I got a job and I gotta go to work and shit uh, oh god he's like you are you in man are you in and I'm like and this is like, you know, he, he he was smart enough to do it like six, seven months in advance, get me to commit to this <laughs> dumb bullshit way in advance, knowing when I had no time. So anyways, we got around. The first, this is the first time, like two weeks, you know, uh, before we went, we had to put all of our gear together and it was just a total nightmare. Uh, basically, the first time we went through with nothing, no food, we had literally a, a, a map. You know, and paddling through the Everglades is basically the equivalent of a maze that changes every freaking day, and you have no idea where you're going, and you, you everything wants to kill you, and uh, it's really hot and shitty, and uh, so it took us five days. We paddled all the way through it. The dumbest thing we've ever done in our entire lives, literally. I mean, no self-supported crap. Uh, <laughs> you, brought zero, you brought zero food, no produce, zero, no. no. Well, here's Nothing. the deal. Some people snuck shit. Okay, Clint Brown. We all know Clint Brown. <laughs> he 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 was around zero percent of the time in preparation. And the night before we leave, Corey and I are still. Oh, I'm helping him. I don't know how to make a board, but Corey's making paddle boards at midnight before we're supposed to leave in like five hours. Clint shows up at like like your time schedule, like uh three in the morning, coming in from a bar with a cardboard box. <laughs> And here's here's Clint Brown's supply. Okay, everybody, get a pencil out. This is a supply list from Clint Brown. Uh, pro tip for the Everglades for a four hundred mile paddle: Pepto Bismol, a half of mayonnaise sandwich, <laughs> two pistols, and a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, hold on, you forgot this, a sleeping bag the size oh, of yeah. a fucking a, a tent. sleeping bag made for the Antarctic. Which, by the way. <laughs> Which, by the way, that was a lucky, a lucky fuck up because when we planned on going to Everglades, we were gonna fish and catch food, and I had a blow dart gun. I was gonna kill shit. <laughs> Are we allowed to kill shit in Everglades? Anyway, sure. With blow dart gun, yeah. blow dart gun. You were just gonna stay hey, for a little bit. The weather got. We didn't check the weather report because we assumed uh, <laughs> the Everglades is always warm. It got down to like twenty eight degrees. And Clint was the only one that was warm. Yeah, we almost. (laughs) (laughs) All the fishing, everything shut down. Zero food. I think I snuck a tiny thing of peanut butter. I had goo. I snuck. You know the goo things? Those little goo packs that are like filled with caffeine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like an instant shot. Yeah, I had a Camelback that Magda just used for the Mm -hmm. Iron Man, and I was Mm -hmm. like, "Oh boy, we found some goos in there." Uh, (laughs) Asshole over here was freaking out on him like they were meth. Give me another goo, man. It's basically honey, right? Oh god. Sugar. Well, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's yeah with just caffeine fucking injected all in it Uh, it's basically worst case scenario so after like two days of no eating I had a potato Shane Reynolds gave me a tip one time like use a potato for the for the front of your you know your 
support for your underwater housing. So I, I, got, I was on that kick, and I brought a potato in my pelican case. We had, like, a cup of rice. And I think I caught, like, a, a mangrove snapper about the size of a, of a goldfish. And we all sat around, four men in the Everglades, eating a rotten potato and a few grains of rice in this poor fish. And then, some, and then at some point, it was like that scene in Tropic Thunder where Jack Black has the little bag of heroin. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to hide Gummy it. Gummy bears? Like, I got my gummy bears. Well, everyone was paranoid that someone had food. And, 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 and I was like, Ethan! Where's Ethan going? Ethan was be walking into the woods. How many up there? How many? Yeah, four. Okay. Ethan, we're like, where's he going? You have food. I know you have food. He's like, dude, I'm just, I just got to take shit. And he'd be in the woods, and we're all freaking out, thinking everyone was like plotting and had sneaking food. So what? Did you make it a rule that you weren't allowed to bring? food? No, there's no rule. This is there, uh, that, uh, uh, a uh, fuck face over here was. And <laughs> hey, it's gonna be real cool not to take anything and shit. Midway, halfway through, Ethan's convulsing. His stomach looks yeah. like the, the alien. alien or predator. Why can't you? catch fish because it's too cold because you're paddling there all goddamn time yeah Yeah. you know when when you have to go from point a to point b and the sun sets and you have no resources and and you're trying to get through it literally it was like a a boot camp you wake up before the sun comes up pack all your shit you know on the board and paddle your ass off for uh uh, it was worse worse thing and and let me also say one other thing this is when i first started working with boat this is i've been there around for a couple years but i hadn't really paddled at all zero these guys are like pro paddlers (laughs) And I have the most shit. I'm like Pelican K. I have like 300 pounds. I'm like, Clint, can you please carry like one of my cases? He's like, nope. I had like 10,000 no, pounds. You shouldn't have brought so much you shit. You shouldn't have brought so much shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, Such Clint. Such a fucking yeah. Clint response. So, so these guys are paddling always about two miles ahead of me uh, against mm. the wind and against the current because nobody ever planned when nobody ever uh, mm. planned out the currents and the wind we just Corey just planned like, out Corey goes we need to go now <laughs> and we're like uh, let's wait for the, the tide to change nope and so every time I picked up my camera to take one photo I would blow backwards about 600 yards so I really had to think if it was worth it to mm. pick it so anyway yeah so to back to the original question of back to the last <laughs> trip. Uh, believe it or not, we started, uh, if, you've, if you can visualize the Everglades in your mind, we started uh, in Everglades City, which is basically uh, parallel uh, or collinear right across from, you know, West Palm Beach-ish mm-hmm. area. Maybe a little higher, Stewart or some shit. And we paddled all the way down to the tip, which would have been, you know, lower than Miami, uh, right, you know, a place called Flamingo. And we left our car up in Everglades City, uh, Chuck Lusky boat ramp, actually, and we had no plans. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We didn't know where the hell we were going to end. So we get to this uh, boat ramp in Chumpkaluski at midnight with a giant 13-foot saltwater crocodile sitting right there. Yeah, underneath 13-foot, people screaming. I had falling asleep and falling off my board in delirium. And Corey, people at the boat ramp were screaming, Corey, it was like a 13-foot saltwater croc. And we didn't know what to do or where to go. Or we, we are 50 uh, were miles. Like, why are these people on fucking oh, paddleboards? Oh, fuck yeah, listen. So we show up. Are you supposed to file float plans and shit with the Everglades National Park Forest yeah, units and all yeah. this bullshit? We show up and there are these two guys sitting there and they were like, hey man, y'all, you guys see any canoers? They're uh, two weeks late. We're like, uh, no. They're like, where'd you guys come from? We told them shark river highland beach or some shit they're like what the fuck that's 36 miles yeah, away that's what we paddled in one day <clears throat> yeah and he is like uh you guys paddled down this canal which is uh flamingo canal it's six miles and it's just filled with saltwater crocs but we couldn't see them because it was fucking dark right <laughs> the first thing the first piece of light we saw was at the boat ramp the light shining on this goddamn 13 foot saltwater croc <laughs> and literally at that moment i was like holy fuck man we just paddled out a whole river filled with these bastards <clears throat> So we we get there. And Clint has two guns, two pistols, so with his fingers up. on the trigger, like pointing them at everybody. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I'm not dead. Anyone's dead. Clint. There was one point in time where I was in, hiding in my my. We were in these. Uh, They're like um, hammocks, and I was like quivering like a little bitch in my thing. And they were by the. We lit this giant bonfire, and I feel this these fingers pushing me on the bottom of my by hammock and I thought these guys were and I hear laughing and I hear Clint tr- like the tr- uh, cocking of guns and I'm like uh, are they about to kill me uh, for whatever reason and what it was was there was a rat and a raccoon like underneath my tent on a on a log trying to get in my hammock to get like this smear of peanut butter that was 
behind my kneecap or some shit that I'd save for later. And they smelled it, and they're just like, nee! and Clint had his guns, and he was going to shoot these things under my, you know, hammock. For food. For, yeah, or whatever. Or just to, oh, yeah, God. anyway. So that was a, that was the first one. So no, no, hold on. <laughs> when we get to the end, <coughs> our car's up in the other, you know, up in Chukalowski, you know, six hours away by car. Okay, uh, we had no fucking. We thought we were gonna be landing at this boat ramp, right? Like Joe's Bayou or some shit. You know, people will call a taxi. You know, you walk to a hotel. Nah, we're like a hundred miles from yeah. from Homestead. You know what I mean? Homestead, Florida. Well, hang on, though. What are you going to do with your fucking boards? Oh, yeah, exactly. Who cares? We have no car. We don't even know where the fuck we're... We have no cell phone service. So you can't even call anybody. There was one guy there, one group of guys there. This dude had came in from Miami in this nice white Escalade with <laughs> white leather seats and shit to go snook fishing in this canal because it's hot canal. It's like a good spot for snook or some shit. So Clint... Well, we sent Ethan, the drug addict, over to talk to <laughs> over, over to talk to the guy. He's like, <laughs> they thought we were hey, meth, they thought hey. we were meth runners. They hey. just came out of the water. They were all they were scared yeah. of us. Uh, hey, uh, we we need a ride, uh, uh, sir. Can you give us a ride? Yeah, he's fucking. He's like uh, Johnny Depp on Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. You know, just freaking out and shit. <laughs> and, I, and the guys looking at him like, "What the fuck, man? What are you?" Uh? So then Clint's like, "Oh man, don't worry about it. I'll go talk to the we guy." We sent him like, to car sales. We're like, "Oh great, a guy with two pistols on him to go talk to the guy." Well, guess what? Old Clint just happens to strike a chord with this dude. The guy happens to be the Glock, Florida rep. So for the and Clint's wearing a Glock, okay, right? So they strike up a, a conversation, and the dude goes back and forth in Destin a lot, right? And so he just happened to know of our store and brand and shit, and uh, leave it to Clint, obviously. And so Clint talks this dude into loading up five random, four random dudes. We haven't taken a shower in six days. We've been living in the Everglades, disgusting. Uh, to load up into this dude's white fucking Escalade. We threw all our boards in the woods. We didn't give yeah. a shit. Drive us back to Homestead, you know, with no cars <laughs> that night. Uh, left all of our shit. And basically the next morning we had to wake up, uh, figure out how to get our shit out of there. Go rent U-Hauls, rent rental cars, drive six hours. Up. It was a stupid ass night. It was man. the dumbest yeah. thing ever. Now, now, Corey, knowing you the way I do, you seem to have it. You seem to have, you, you put thought into what you're doing. You seem to to plan, and this is super uncharacteristic. Yeah, you got you got to realize though, I was a bolt onto this piece. I, I, this was not my uh, soiree, if you know what I mean. Uh, this was uh, this was uh, this guy. How are you sustaining yourself though? Because you're using a, a an insane amount of energy. Uh, your body eats itself. My face much, swelled yeah. up to the size of a hot did, air balloon. Did you think you were gonna die? Like legitimately? No, it, no, no, no. You no, never no. thought you were gonna die. No, I just legitimately like you didn't get cold it enough to wear. No, no yeah. that 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 was definitely the worst part. Fuck the paddling was whatever, but hanging in a hammock, basically like a freezer bag, <laughs> uh -huh. in twenty eight degree weather with a sleeping bag that's the size of that. It's like rated for sixty if, degrees. If yeah. I wasn't with Corey. If it was like, say, Clinton, Clinton and I only, we would be dead. Because yeah. we didn't know how to read maps. Corey knows how to read maps. He had a GPS. He knows how to do shit. Like, if you make one wrong <clears throat> decision, one wrong go down a canal, it, they're dead ends. It's just like mushroom plumes of uh, mangroves. And you can't really tell where you're going, so he had to cross-reference <clears throat> on a, a real map with a GPS thing and then kind of make decisions based on uh, that. Yeah, and and he, you know, so... Okay, so that so was skip, a six-day learning experience. Skip forward. <laughs> Four years. Yeah. Right? Four years more ago. So that was paddling. Uh, you know, we've 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 wanted to go back. It's one of those things we a joke. It's like a you know, like a drug addict saying it's their last hit, right? Yeah. You know, oh we don't want to do shit. I'm not gonna go back to that. Fuck that, I'll never do it again, blah blah blah. Uh and we always, you know, have been talked about let's go back and do the Everglades. Well, let's do it different, man. Let's like prepare this time and shit. You know what I mean? Let's don't <laughs> let's let's go and enjoy it. Yeah. So when we developed it, when I when I made the rovers, you know, the motorized boards two years ago, that was like first priority list. Like, hey man, let's go do the Everglades. But time. Just... Well, yeah, for people who don't know what the rover is, just uh, give like a thirty second rundown. Yeah, it, so it's it's a it's basically on high level. It's a bigger paddle board, wider paddle board. Uh, essentially, it's it could be a combination of a paddle board and a micro skiff. So you know, a small uh, you know flat skiff vessel that. You can either paddle it or put a small horsepower, six, nine horsepower motor on it, and 
you know, drive it tiller style. So stand up and drive it. So it's, it's a real cool, uh, you can go 15, 20 knots on it. Yeah, yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're not, a, not, not how we were in the Everglades loaded with 500 pounds of gear, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they're different. So in this case, it takes the hard element out of it, which is paddling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So going back and being able to use the motors is, was, you know, high level, like, Oh, this would be badass. So we had a crazy idea. We were, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Sean, Sean, like as he mentioned earlier, we had very little time to document the first trip. We didn't get any video. The, the photos were pretty few and far between, and it was mostly memory. Right? It was an experience. Just, yeah, I mean, it's mostly all in your head. So uh, he, we were like, dude, let's go back and film this shit, Survivor Man, River Monster style. <laughs> let's do it ourselves, right? He was like, we don't want to take any more people. It'll just fuck up the dynamic, you know, assholes that are bitching at the campsite and all this. Uh, so <laughs> we, we cooked up this plan for him and I, yeah, probably the same amount of planning time. You know, we, we, we agreed on it roughly five to six months before, but this time we were going to take the rovers and, and go down and it's going to be super easy. We have motors. <laughs> we're going to go to the Everglades and yeah, we can go, we can go back and forth all day long. We got motors. Yeah, it's going to be easy. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, skip forward. Three, four days before we're going, I started having panic attacks just because you insert motors into the equation. And, you know, you know, guys, you guys know how it is. Motors, mm -hmm. I mean, they fuck up all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fuck a fuel line up or you won't pull start or you get water in the carburetor, whatever the hell, man. And and uh, sh yours truly, Sean, over here is like, uh, <laughs> he's just a dumpster fire when it comes to uh, te technological equipment. If it, if it, if it functions, he will fuck it up. You know what I mean? And so, so I, what? Your three rovers, three <laughs> powered by what? It was just both of us. If at the last yeah. second we go, let's bring simple. We call him Simple Pete. Uh, oh, Pete Mazzelli. He's like, a, he's like, a, kind of like. You ever seen Traffic Thunder? Simple Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple Jack yeah, yeah. or Sling Blade? You, 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 know? you, you make yeah, me happy. He, he, he's like the dude. Are we sure? <laughs> what? What do you say? He said, but Pete's not retarded. I said, kind of. Hey, he's like a Sling Blade fixing lawnmowers. The dude can fix anything. You know what I mean? He's like, man, <laughs> show he to this. I'm going to. Uh, uh, hey. Oh, dude, we call. Hey, he he go, I'm sure you let Judy hears that shit all. The time. He goes by. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but without Pete, Pete, he he saved our trip. He was the, he was Johnny on the spot. He fixed. I mean, without Pete, I had to convince Sean to let Pete go with us. Uh huh. And so the way I convinced Sean to let Pete go with us is I let Sean go out and test the boards by himself the day before. Because <laughs> I knew it. Everything would fuck up. Ultra prepared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I drove it for three seconds and it broke. Like I broke something. He didn't break shit. He had the fuel hose pulled. Oh yeah, I put the backwards. fuel hose on backwards. <laughs> I had the thing up. I had them backwards, and I was you pumping you fuel out of the didn't tank. Check out the pump. And, and they all they day long, arrows on I carried. It, I carried. <laughs> I don't know two, shit about motors. I carried I two motors back to Pete. Got stranded out in the bayou. Paddled home. Spent eight hours back and forth going, Pete, man, both these motors are fucked up. And then Pete was like, God damn, man, I don't know what's going on with these motors. And he's pulling them all apart, checking for all this shit. Like, we spent all day. Don't call Corey. He's going to freak out, man. Don't call Corey. Mean, meanwhile, they're probably brand new motors. I would assume brand, brand new, new motors. never been used. And then, we, and then Pete and I go out to the, the trailer, and we glance down at the same time. We see this arrow on the bolt. You know, we're yeah, pumping the bolt. The bolt. Yeah. And it's just the wrong way where we look at each other like, God damn it. Like, who makes shit that you can put on backwards? A fuel line that even has the same connectors that you could even possibly do that. It has to be that way. It's called production, Home Slice. You can't be making shit tons of different parts that are not well, interchangeable. Whatever. So. Well, that and it has to. You have to prevent it from going the other way. So that's why it has the arrow on it, right? Anywho. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. That's why it's, pr if, it's produced that If way. that would confuse them. You know what I'm saying? I, I use that as a little warning. Oh, I don't know shit, but I know that. No, no, no. But you I'm know? saying I, I use yeah. that as a little uh, uh, little test scenario <laughs> uh -huh. to make him want Pete to come. Uh -huh. hey. Meanwhile, along the way, Sean <laughs> Sean lost kill switches, broke propellers, uh, <laughs> ripped off the, the pull handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost my safety thing. I had to use like a twig and shit. But, man, I lose Anyone out there needs to test some shit, just give it to me. If it can pass through my uh, web of destruction, then uh, the general public can uh, have it. So you you call Corey, say we need Pete. 
Yeah. Right? So yeah. you bring Pete. Nah, I, I told him. Say, it, wasn't a hard, it wasn't a hard thing. Anyway, yeah. we had Pete there. So same setup? You launched from the same location? Same shit, man. We, we launched from the same place. We had picked out an island that we camped at the last time, this place called Mormon Key. And the reason we chose the island was it was just filled with uh, raccoons and rats, and it was like fucking Alice in Wonderland shit. You know, you'd pull up, and they'd come sit around the fire with you and stare at you. <laughs> Literally, it was fucking weird. Uh, and, and it was only about you know, 20 miles away from the boat launch. Of course, you're in Everglades with water that deep. So, I mean, it's not like it's driving to fucking Fort Walton and back. You know, I mean, you had to navigate there and shit. Uh, we picked one island, and the goal was we were going to take all of our gear, you know, everything we had, and, and camp there multiple days and travel around and fish and do this whole fucking thing, you know. And uh, our, each of our boards, man, if you guys, if anybody is interested, go check out our website, boatboard.com, and you'll see a, uh, a little slide we've got on there called Never Again, which is the name of this story. But we loaded up the boards with literally probably had five, six hundred pounds of, of shit. Like, I'll give you an example. My, my board, my rover had uh, two six-gallon gas tanks of gas on there because we had no idea how long we were going to be driving. So, I mean, that's 100 pounds, right? 100-something pounds. Then it had a five-gallon gas, a six-gallon tank of water. Uh, then I had two, two-and-a-half-gallon tanks of gas for backup because we were taking a generator out there so we could shoot... Uh, what do you, you don't want me to give away the fucking movie magic? <laughs> so I, we had a generator on my board with two and a half uh, tanks of gas. So you're up into the 300 pound range, which is that shit. Then, and then I had all these bags for tents and gear and fucking sleeping bags and pots and pans and cameras. Yeah, I mean, and what's the rover rated for? Uh, well, I mean, it's, you can't, it's, it's, there's, you there's, put a thousand pounds on it. As long as it's floating, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not like it's going to sink. You can't sink it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, it, no bills, you know? Pete looked like something you'd see, uh, from a Bruce Lee movie going through the Chinese, some kind of Shanghai Harbor with like, uh, his shit was piled up higher than his face. him. <laughs> it was like the whole thing was teetering. It looked like we were moving. Like it looked like we had packed up Corey's house and we were moving him to an island. <laughs> I had 13 pelican cases. I mean, oh, god damn. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, not to mention, we were shooting the whole thing ourselves. Oh, did yeah. we mention that? Corey uh, had never flown a drone before, but he bought one, and he did a really good job. And he's like, uh, he do it, did all the drone footage, and you know, we we shared, we shot all the video footage and the photos and. It was like a, a fucking Chinese fire drill, man, because we got there and had to get uh, unpack all the boards, bring all this bullshit onto the land. The sun was going down. We're missing all the shit. We're you know we're videoing each other, unpacking. This is where Simple Pete really helped out, helped build fires, you know. <laughs> yeah, we just tasked him. Build a fire, Simple fix Pete. Fix photos. <laughs> fix them. <laughs> uh, m -m 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 okay. I like a fire. I'm making fire. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. All right, so you get to your island. You said okay. So you said you were going to spend several days at this island, hopping around. Yeah. You didn't end up spending several days, correct? No, we spent. Well, we spent one night. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What happened to change that? We spent one night. Well. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are crybabies. So. Hey! <laughs> you ran out of Lafroy. No. <laughs> I wake up and he, he I had wake a up. Crystal, what kind of glasses? Waterford Crystal. Waterford Crystal glasses <laughs> on an island with two bottles of Lafroy. Scotch. Scotch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a. It was like. Uh, it was definitely like the Twilight Zone. It was a freak show. I mean, it, dude. You know, in the middle of the Everglades, we had this uh, moon ball up. Sean brought this cool, like, production light that we hung in the mm -hmm. campsite. Mm -hmm. We powered with the generator. It looked like a fucking Hollywood set, you know, cooking shit in the fire. <clears throat> and then I stayed up with Pete till about two, drinking whiskey, or you know. four, whatever. Four, whatever. It didn't matter. And then I wake up <laughs> the next morning at, like, nine, you know, just ready to rip, feeling good and shit. And Sean's like, man, I got B-roll the whole island, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we're done here. <laughs> We're, we're, we could, we could be done. We, oh, yeah, we're good. And then Pete... Then it started raining. Pete just wanted to get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> Pete was not interested in being basically the our man hands for <laughs> much longer. And he was like, yeah, we're good. We're good. And it started raining and shit. I mean, not just raining. It was sunny the first day. And then the second day, I mean, you literally could see like that, the, how that you see those storms coming in. And it's just sheets of 
rain. Mm-hmm. And then Corey was like trying to make a decision. Do we go home the quick, the short route or the long route? The short route being going across through the Gulf. This, this time you're just going back to where you launched from. Yeah. You're right. Okay. All right. Yeah. But still, like with all that gear and open water and lightning <coughs> and rain. I yeah. Mean, those you, swells you were like freaking four foot. I mean, it was. Yes. Dumbass here. Just, we're good to go. Let her rip, tater chip. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Here we go. Uh, yeah, watch the video. Oh, what are you going to do, sit around and cry? Yeah. Wah. <laughs> it's rough. Get, the, well, the, the, uh, I think we decided to leave because the rain was coming and we're like, we were in a campsite. It's like, if we stay, we're just going to be fucked by rain and have, like, our, everything's going to be completely drenched and we had our footage and you know, whatever. We just made it a group decision to go. And then, uh, and then, you know, there's a couple things. Should I give away the movie magic? I don't give a fuck. So, do whatever well, you want. Anyway, so then we we went we cruised around um, like alligator out. Alli- we need I needed footage of like you know wildlife and alligators mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so we cruised alligator alley. You know I caught a a big ass snapping turtle and you know did some footage of that. And then we needed footage of a gator. Well, we couldn't get close enough to a gator to get good footage. So then Simple Pete and I, Corey bolted, had to get back to work, and Simple and I got in the van and started tracking down like alligator rescue places in like freaking Orlando or whatever. I wish I could remember the name of this place we ended up going to because they were super nice. It was a rescue. It was a one guy and he had all these alligators. It was like the end of the day. We really needed alligator shots and and we called Amber, the girl that works up, up at boat, and she helped coordinate. And he's, she's like, go see this cat. And we, we drove, I mean, we must, must have drove like four hours outside out of our way home just to shoot alligators. Anyway, went and shot alligators. Like in this, so we just weaved it all together at the end of it, you know, and to look like there's alligators. We also <laughs> shot cleaning a mullet in the parking lot. Oh yeah, behind our we office. Need, we need... <laughs> <laughs> so, any of you uh, video new video kids out there, you know, it's all it's just you know, it's all smoke and mirrors. Although uh, we did the reason we didn't catch fish in this because it was the weather sucked. And it was bad out there. It was, mm. it was super. And dramatic. we were filming the whole goddamn. Yeah, we were time. filming the whole time. So, anyway, it was two days, but it was like uh, in dog years. That would have been. Uh, it felt way ago. harder than the first time, man. For yeah. some reason, because all really? the, the gear, no. man, like all yeah. the gear we had, dude, like yeah. it just <coughs> moving that shit around. You know what There's I mean? There's no like, way it could have felt harder than the first time. It did. Time sounds well. What, well, well we fucking awful. Just, just getting there with the gear, and, and I'll mention that the day before Corey threw his back out. Oh God. So he I Literally, I couldn't stand up. He slipped like, a disc and he couldn't even walk. Like I couldn't stand. That's why one of the reasons, Pete, I couldn't even pull like the motor to crank it. So I'm Pete, I, pull my motor. Dude, I, I, I was I was limping like the whole time. Like bent, like I had the you know the sciatic shit. My whole leg was fucking numb. My back, I couldn't move. Like literally, I was laying down on the couch in my house the day before. I'm like, eh. most normal people wouldn't even be you know fucking walking. Oh, great idea. Let's load five thousand pounds of shit on a paddleboard and go to the Everglades. Great for your back. God damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's why it sucked. Yeah, so. <laughs> I went, we went whitewater rafting for my friend Colt's bachelor party, and we got in a really bad car wreck. Oh, and a couple of our guys were really fucked up, and we were like, are we still going to go rafting or not? And Tim was like, I'm not a pussy, let's do it. And so we get to the whitewater rafting place, and we get out of our, our new van that's not totaled. And, and the, the whitewater rafting guy looks at me, and like Tim's walking up <laughs> like a zombie, and he's like, yo, are your guys like... Okay. You I was like, or what you, yeah. I was like, what, what do you mean, okay? He's like, like physically and mentally. <laughs> and, and Tim's just like, <laughs> like stumbling around like a zombie. And I was like, yeah, dude, we just got fucked up yesterday in a car wreck. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I, I mean, you signed the waiver, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, come on, let's go. He's like, Forrest Gump. Are you stupid or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what he's wanting. He's, he's like, did you bring me like a, a bus full of speds? Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? But, you know, after it's all said and done with, like, the thing that I'm always amazed with, I, I know from history with shooting, with working with Corey, is like, oftentimes, 90% of the time, these projects come out, we'll just. We just come up with some crazy scheme, and then coming, getting close to it, Corey freaks out and has a panic attack because he has zero time for anything. Because do you have legitimate panic attacks? I've heard that mentioned a couple times. Do you have like no real panic attacks, or do you just freak out? My life is a living panic attack. (laughs) Yeah. So, but but, and then I'll have to talk him into doing it. Maybe, maybe not. He'll do it, and then he'll the whole time he's like, I gotta get, I gotta get back. I mean, he's stressing. He's got a million things going on. 
and we get through it, and then the end result is like, man, we all, we both will be inevitably are like, oh, super glad we did that. It, it was, it was, it, the end result was, yeah. is always awesome. So it's like, it's just, I just know that. It's just par, par for the course. Like, the whole process, it, in the end, it's fun, too. It's like, mm-hmm. it always kind of sucks, but it's exciting. And then at the end, it's something better than we even kind of kind of planned for. And then we have these, I mean, we still talk about the first Everglades story at any party, or any event, two things we talk about: Everglades and China. China is another podcast because that's not to be believed. But China and Everglades <laughs> both extremely suck on paper, <laughs> but they last forever in our minds and like this legend, legendary kind of experience. So yeah, I remember the first time that you went to China, you came back. You're like, I have to play my fucking eyes watering. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because they burned their fucking trash. Yeah, and then China's there was a ass. fucking there was a we went to this restaurant and there was a garbage can full of fucking dog heads. Oh, you're eating dog, <laughs> dog, dog so, and butthole. China China is so <laughs> Butthole dipped in dog urine is what you eat, dude. It's, it's such a fucking weird place, man. Like I, it's it's a, it's, it's it's I, I use the analogy. It's like uh, if you take everything you're familiar with, everything, roads, highways, computers, cars, civilization, society, do whatever the fuck you put it in a box, okay, a little Tupperware box, and then shake the shit out of it, right? Just shake it the fuck up. Take the top off and look in it. All the parts and pieces are there, but it's unrecognizable. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so when you look at it, you're like, hold on, this this looks familiar, and it's shocking at first. <laughs> Everything's shocking, right? You know, people taking dumps and fucking holes in the ground or uh, eating dog heads, you know, or it's just like half noticeable. So when you step right into it off, you know, right off the bat without being kind of, you know, watered in, watered down or anything, you get the real experience. It's fucked up. And for me, the first time I went, it was just, it's, it's shell shocking, right? You know, you're there and you're just like, Oh God, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Right. And so that's the whole first time. It's like, give me the fuck out. Right. But the next few times you start getting into it. And then once you start finding like your gateway drugs, you know, with anything there, like into their flavors, into their society, into whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like the little, the little odds and ends that you can start attaching to and figuring out flavors and likes. Then, you know, over five, six, seven times you go there, then all of a sudden you start falling in love You become accustomed with it. to the culture. Yeah. 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 Well, you start to dig the fuck out of it. I mean, even more so than, you know, anywhere else because it's so unique and so different and you don't get that experience. It's like a, it's like a Disney World on crack, you know, but just <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? So every time we go there now or I go, man, it's... It's it's like another world. It's like experiencing. Have you ever shot shit. it? Have you ever? Do you I've have video? Yeah, we're at, we have, yeah, we have, we have a we're put we're cutting together a really cool. Okay, I was gonna ask right how we can now. see that. I'd, yeah, love, I'd love to be, see that. We're gonna drop that I think in May. May, yeah, May. yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, so it's, it's, not, it's gonna be it's gonna be top top shelf for sure. Yeah, it's badass, man. I wouldn't it's, doubt it. Yeah. yeah, but it's a it's a man. I I fucking dig it. Like I said, I shit. I'm. I'm gonna probably move to Shanghai in two years. Just fucking <laughs> for he, sure. He's like they call him the Monkey King there. So he's kind of yeah. Why do they call you the Monkey so, King? So my, my is, first of all is Alex still your guy? Yeah, out yeah, there? yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alex is my man. Alex dude. probably loves you. Now. Alex is fuck, dude. He's 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 my boy. You probably changed Alex's life. We're in fucking yeah. If, there's no doubt he changed my he's life. He changed yours for sure. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, we were we were in Germany uh, four years ago doing a trade show, and we were we had. We had just wrapped up the show, and uh, for you know, for Jared, you, you know. But when we go to trade shows, we take TVs. You know, we we do the booths right, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's this whole extravagant thing. However, over in Europe, you know, you've got to have different TVs that run off different uh, you know frequencies of power and shit like that. So we bought our TVs there, and when we were packing up the show, leaving, we were in this cool little uh, hotel that had a bar that looked like Inglorious Bastards, you know, like this basement bar. These fucking German guys. Uh, just so happened, the bartender was a Tunisian dude. Uh, that was our bartender the whole time. We, Tunisian. Tunisia. Uh, the, uh, okay. uh, uh, it's a country. It's North Africa. Oh, okay. So, so. I don't fucking know that. All right, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't, to I didn't who? Know. Yeah. But, <laughs> so this guy was super badass the whole time, man, giving us wine when they were closed down, giving us fucking all this German beer. He turned the soccer games. I think the World Cup was on when we were there. Uh, it's 2014. So, yeah. Uh, anyways. We, 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 you know, this guy treated us well the whole time. And when we were leaving, uh, me and Alex and Rob, our creative director, were sitting at a table drinking wine. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with these TVs? You know, these 60-inch TVs. I was like, ah, I'll give it to that guy, right? The the bartender. And uh, he was so nice. I gave him to him. He's like, oh, this would be great for my daughter and all this, blah, blah, blah. I can send the money back home and all this shit. And so then Alex gets up and 
starts yelling shit at me in Chinese, right? And, you know, Alex is Chinese and just starts just, what you just yelling and shit. And I, got, I go, dude, what the fuck, son? Calm down. And he's yelling. And then he, 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 like, all of a sudden turns to English and it turns into he's pointing at me yelling, Monkey King. And I'm like, what the fuck is a monkey? King? I'm looking around. You know what I mean? Like, there's, like we're in a circus or something. You know, like, <laughs> who is this Monkey King guy? <clears throat> so he tells me the, 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 the Chinese proverb of the Monkey King. And I, there's not enough time on the radio to get into it. But he's, he's like a, uh, you know, a m- mythological being, kind of like a, uh, a daredevil that dares boot, you know, that, that tries to go against Buddha's request and, and, and Buddha tempts him and he basically tells Buddha, fuck you all the time. I'm going to do what I want. And then he's got a little bit of Robin Hood in him too. So, you know, he, he'll take money from the, he's, he's evil, but nice. Right. Yeah, yeah, At the yeah, same time. Yeah. Right. And so <laughs> I guess in the Chinese culture, you know, you, they say you meet monkey Kings at, at some point in your life. And so for Alex, me doing that to that guy, because five minutes before I was ranting on something, you know, just going fucking ape shit about just pissed off. And then I turn and give the TVs to this guy. <laughs> and in Alex's mind, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> A real know? monkey king. So you are legitimately, <laughs> yeah. you've been placed in his life as yeah. his monkey king. Yeah. Like, it's not just a goofy nickname he calls right. you. He probably really believes that. Right. So that's where Sun Wukong, that, that's what he was calling me. It's, yeah. It's, that's Chinese How does that make you feel? I mean, it's, it, you know, I... Realistically. You're like, no, I'm just fucking Corey Cooper. Right. I mean, you know? for, for Alex, dude, Alex is, he, I call him the godfather. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's like, the, literally, he runs this little clique. Oh, yeah, he's so yeah. badass, dude. Like, he's like a fucking... Uh, What's the guy, Don Corleone? Yeah, and, oh yeah, you know, in China. Hey, yeah. man, you know, yeah, yeah, fucking, he, they yeah, just all he, come um, around. He organizes the yeah, whole bullshit. Yeah. You know, he's, he's smooth, right? And, and I get where he called me the monkey because I'm fucking rough around the edges. There's no goddamn doubt, man. I mean, <laughs> scary, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. And it was, it's, again, we're good friends, man. That's why I dig going to China with that guy because he's my, he's my in over there, you know, and get to experience China with somebody like that that then has, I mean, it's not like we're going to, you know, some fucking tour festival or some trade show over there. You know, when we go, we go and get deep, you know, I mean, real deep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sean can attest to that. Well, I know I know the first time you went, I I think you said like your uh, your manufacturing facility is like five hours away from the nearest airport or some shit. Oh, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, It's I mean, they're you spend your whole time driving Uh or in a canoe or on a plane or on a train. You don't sleep. You don't see hotel rooms. And I'm the only sober one in China. Like I am the only cigarettes. Guy you forgot cigarettes. The- it's smoke. We smoke cigarettes every <clears throat> single place we're going. They I mean, drink and they drink it the whole time. And I, the only thing I can do to relate to these people is smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So I smoke like ten thousand cigarettes. Ooh. Yeah. All they do is smoke cigarettes, butt chug beer, and drink baiju. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baiju. And, baiju. and eat uh, eat shit that's unrecognizable mm-hmm. to the human eye. Yeah, so American Chinese food isn't even close to. It. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Dude, Mag- Magda's first meal. Magda went for the first time uh, in uh, uh, October. Okay. Okay. So we got off the really. Plane. That's the first time she's yeah. gone. We got off the plane. We we landed in Shanghai. Bunch of fucking kids, man. Yeah, right? Shit. We go off the plane in Shanghai and we go party night one and their party scene there is fucking insane, man. It's like something off. I don't know, fucking whatever. Uh we, you know, we get all fucked up. We stay up the whole night and shit. And we're literally up till 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. We have to go visit this factory, this motor factory at 10 a.m. So we stay awake, get on this high-speed bullet train. We're drinking beer and shit. We, <laughs> her first meal in China, we go and we meet these people and we walk into this. It looks like you're in the Atlanta Aquarium. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> no, this is the restaurant. You know what I mean? It's just all this weird octopuses and shit. And so she, the, the woman's like, oh, we we very, very famous, famous meat for this town. Uh, sit down. It's like a table like this and a little lazy Susan. She goes, it'd be fantastic. It'd be fun. I told Magnus, said, start fucking drinking because we had, you know, beer. I said, just get blackout because you're not going to like what comes out. First shit that comes out's a goat. You know yeah. what I mean? That's uh, lucky. Yeah, lucky. You're lucky. But it's her first meal. You know, it, dude, it's pretty good. But yeah. the way they cook, they boil it. You know what I mean? So it's not like fucking Ooh, yeah. burnt. It's boiled, so it's slimy and greasy, and the fucking the the goobly they put on it. It's got, <laughs> dude, and like the goal is to crack it and you know eat the bone marrow and fucking yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, once you get used to it, because sure. everything's sour, everything's rotten. You know what I mean? It's got like they don't. There's no refrigeration and shit. It's, Tell them about the. When we were there, it's like the last day, 
And we're, I'm like, damn. The we dog. Almost, we almost made it through, and they go, ah, oh, we have a special treat, special treat for you. And we get there. They're all hungover. I'm hungover from cigarettes. We, and everything, it's hot. You go in this place, and, and everything has a smell that's kind of a little off. Yeah. And it, we go in there, and there's a, a pit bull. On a, 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 it's not a goat. They told us it's a goat, but it was a pit bull. Jesus. It had a little pointy tail, fangs, the whole thing, and it was on this like spit, fire spit. And there's all these rubber <laughs> gloves around it. And I'm like, what's about to go down? And they all get in there. Everybody's sweating, and they they surround. And I luckily and have it a smells ca- like luckily I have a camera so I can like say, oh no, I'm working. I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. But so Corey's his face just kind of goes white. He has beads of sweat, drinking warm beer, and they're sitting around this dog and they all put gloves on like maybe like 10 15 people and they all just attack the dog they all attack it so there's zero left except for one part of a dog rib that they saved for me and i was like oh god and i had to eat dog ribs oh wow uh yeah it was horrible okay it wasn't if you didn't know what it was it just tastes like rotten goat (laughs) (laughs) i mean that doesn't sound that doesn't make it (laughs) <laughs> I'm going back in uh, a month. Nice. Yeah. Do they uh, do they treat do they do they treat Americans uh, very nice? Different there? Very yeah. nice. They, do they, they, they treat you because I've heard like some countries will almost like, no. put you on a pedestal. And honestly, like we're, no, we're, they're just they just well they're yeah. just fucking polite. We're making well, the, we're, yeah the spot we're going. I mean, the, dude. I mean, they're just like friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will tell you the the one thing that's really. You know, I I know I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not getting into politics, any of that bullshit. The one thing that I dig about China is, uh, and this is never going to happen anywhere else on the entire planet because they're communists and they're 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 badass with their rules, but they're all Chinese. You know what I mean? So you're not there's everybody's not bitching at each other for anything. For some reason, they're all bought in. It's fucking crazy. You know, and it, there's this thing called communism that allows them just to shut down. You know, any sort of uh, outside influences and integration, you know, integrating any external policies or whatever. Dude, they are like, you know, I use the analogy. If America or Europe or wherever else is, it's if we're if we're boarding ships, right? We're on two separate docks. We all stand around at the dock and bitch at each other. Who's gonna get what seat? Why? Who deserves what? Who's gonna drive? Who who gets the top bunk first? The Chinese people just go, oh, okay, and they step on the fucking boat and go. Mm. You know what I mean? And. That's the difference. It's probably why they're working circles around yeah. the states. Yeah. And, that, and it's know? so obvious over there, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you go to the factories, and the dudes that are working at the factories come to work fucking dressed up. You know, dudes will be wearing vests. Oh, yeah, shit. everybody's like to the nines. And they're yeah, because they, like... right, man, they know, hey, to go to that guy's job, I got to start here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they just, they're, they're, they're so bought in. They're, they're so energetic. Man, we were at dinner one night fucking... Just making some shit up. We were like, oh, man, it'd be cool if we did this to a cooler and blah, 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 blah. Th- this is at night, and like we 8 said, p.m. We said, we said, wouldn't it be cool? We were talking a black cooler. Corey and I go, wouldn't it be cool if we had a black cooler that we, for, we could do like a photo shoot or blah, blah, blah? And, and nobody said anything. The next morning, this is at night, like 10 at night. The next morning, first thing in the morning, we go into this factory, and there's two of them. Black Filled cool. with beer. Done. <laughs> Done. They stayed up all night, created the dyes and the mold, the mold, everything. They had to wow. go get. They had to go find the black plastic. Yeah. They had to fire the machine up, the, the giant, uh, the rotary uh, uh, rotational mold machine. Which Did took Alex about tell him? Say you heard that? Well, yeah, I do know that it was just the, go do it. The factory guy, yeah. you know, wanted to please man, and they wanted to, you know, get the shit done. We sh- literally, he had to start that second to get the shit done. But the United States, dude, it would have taken fucking five months. Yeah. You know, the guy would have been like, uh, let me see if I can find a supplier yeah. for black plastic. Oh, it's going to cost X amount. I'm going to have wastage because black is hard to roto mold. And goobly, I'm not going to be able to clean the molds. And this guy doesn't want to fucking do it. And everybody sit around fucking crying. Mm. These motherfuckers said, boom, black hula. See ya. You know what I mean? <laughs> where, is, where is the elusive black hula? Do you At have it in shop? your position? We sold, we, I think we made 50 of them. We sold them all. Like we oh, did a okay. Black Friday. We, did, we sold them for Black Friday three years ago or some <gasps> shit. Yeah. Never bad ass. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Are you gonna do more? I don't know, maybe. Never bad ass. <clears throat> I wonder how it reacts in the sun. Uh, I'm guaranteed it gets hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we demoed a black I remember when we demoed a black board at Redneck Beach. <laughs> I walked away for twenty minutes and came back and it was like a balloon like that. <laughs> it was like Corey's about to fuck a freak. Yeah. And uh Matt, uh what was Matt's last name? No, that was uh, you were with Alan Helmet. <laughs> but Matt was there too. <laughs> uh, I was like, what, what the fuck are we going to do? Wine boy. <laughs> uh, 
Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade. 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 Turbo Gatorade. I didn't believe you all for like the first two weeks that he was just slamming. Like you would always, I, I just thought it was a joke. Like I'd always see him with a fucking Gatorade and I assumed it was grape Gatorade. I was like, that dude drinks a lot of fucking grape Gatorade. And you'd be like, whatever, it's wine. And I would just laugh it off. Like I didn't fucking believe you. And then one day I got close enough to him and I was you like, smell vinegar. oh God damn. Yeah. Like you are, you're just slamming. I was like, how many of those do you drink a day? Ah, and he's like, yeah, probably, you know, I take four with me to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can put two bottles in one. Yeah. Oh, little yeah. out, man. I've known Al, Al yeah. one of my best friends. I've known him since uh, seventh grade. Yeah, fucking best guy yeah, ever. Yeah, the best. Yeah. He's yeah. The, the, you know what? He's the reason that you guys he, are working yeah, together. Yeah, fucking yeah. Alan introduced 100%. Corey and I yeah. in the beginning. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, there you and go. Yeah, saying, Alan, Alan, dude, uh, Alan's a fucking, he, that guy will give the shirt off his Absolutely. back to anybody. He, Absolutely. In fact, so much, I remember he's telling Alan, I was like, dude, you got to charge people for this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he owned that laser business. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> I remember, he, he, he was always telling stickers that were like, hey, yeah, my, how much he's like, nothing. I'm like, dude, no. Like, That's like $300 worth of material. Yeah, he, just, he was just the nicest guy. Yeah. I'm like, no, dude, what the hell? You know, yeah. he, 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 good dude. I wish yeah. more, more people had Alan's mentality, dude, we'd be like China. <laughs> or even broke. Or really fucking drunk. <laughs> drunk and broke? Hey, that's a good way to go like, about you'd, it, right? You'd be really nice and drunk. Shit, I'd, fuck, I might trade that. I might trade for that right yeah. now. Shit. God damn, I can chug a bottle of Lafroig. <laughs> well, shit, I, 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 know, uh, I know, Sean said that we had time limits, and I know you guys are super, super busy. I appreciate you coming on and telling your story. Anything <laughs> else our listeners should know? Like definitely go to boatboards.com, check out the story about the Everglades. Uh, it's called uh, what's the story called? Never again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that true? That's why I mean that's why we you know if you listen to it, uh, we uh, our buddy Will uh, Boche wrote the voiceover for the video, and the idea the idea is that everything sucks. Life is hard. Nothing good is simple. Uh, everything that's worth it, you know, is hard, and you got to earn it. And that's kind of the, what the Everglades was, and everything, man. I mean, fucking the business. I feel like that's boat's philosophy. Fuck that's you know, Jesus Christ. Every, every, if somebody can show me something that is easy, I'm in. You know what I mean? But <laughs> nothing good you is easy. Do it. There's, yeah. I mean, this ain't hard. This ain't easy. Look at Shane. Shane just had to get up for a <laughs> four-hour nap, butt-chugging all night, and he's in here at like 8 a.m. <laughs> What's it called? Butt-chugging. No, 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 the other one? Doing coke off stripper's ass. Bitch whiffs. Bitch whiffs. <laughs> New terms. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boatboard.com. Not to get sidetracked. Go to stories. Under the stories tab, you'll be able to see a story called Never Again. Check it out. Yep. Shot. Photography's rad. Uh, yeah. Video's cool. Uh, it's just, it's a cool little escapism, you know, a little journey mm. that you might get off on. So. Sweet. I mean, last week, I'll give you an example. Uh, I mean, and nothing we do is easy. I just came back from Gloucester, shooting in Gloucester all week. And That's it was Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Massachusetts yeah. Perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Eight degrees in the water yeah. for a week, like in like 50 millimeter wetsuits. And like, I mean, nothing cool well, is easy. I was just going to say, I'll leave with this. The, the, like, both of you, I, you know that I, I look up to both of you all like a lot. Um, Corey, I've said it several times, man. I wouldn't be doing half the shit I'm doing right now Thanks, had it not been the time I spent with you. Murphy, you're you're an inspiration to a lot so. of fucking people, man. <laughs> but the, uh, the two things that I take from you all, uh, the, the one thing that I take from you, I've, I've heard you say it a couple times, like, I hate half-ass shit. I hate half-ass shit. You're right. If you're going to do it half-ass, don't fucking do it, you know? No, and then you've said God, several damn. times, you aren't going to get any cool shit being a pussy. No. You know, you're and, not breaking you know, shit and you're a yeah. pussy, you get zero cool shit. Yeah. And I mean, even though those are pretty simple statements, like they ring true, and I, <laughs> and I try to apply that to, uh, to, to almost everything I do. So, yeah, no, it's I you, definitely it's, appreciate that. So. It's the truth, man. I mean, oh, <laughs> fuck. And, and, and my favorite that Corey always says is people want to work with people they like. Yeah. And most people uh, aren't likable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The I mean, older I get, the more that's that's yeah, true as well. That, <laughs> we, I said it last week. He had Sean was working with some, uh, you know, some some other people that were just, you know, I mean, challenging. And I said, look, just tell everybody, dude. Rule number one of business is people do business with people they fucking like. If you don't like them, you know, business isn't complex. You know what I'm saying? It's just pretty simple, man. You you know, I go to Mimos because I like Mimo and Shane. You know what I mean? I go to. If somebody's an asshole, you know, myself included, if you don't, you know, it's just, it's hard to do shit. Mm. So, you know, on top Absolutely. of not being a ha- doing stuff half-assed, fucking don't piss everybody off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard in this town. Yeah. As a, 
Uh, oh, oh god, that's a whole other podcast. We could talk about that. When I'm for ready, a while. To, when I'm ready yeah. to move from Fort Walton, oh, I haven't. Even oh, you're moved. about to come I home. Even, home. Haven't even moved here yet, <laughs> and I'm already thinking about my five year plan for getting the fuck out. Corey and I are always talking about the plan B. What's yeah. next? What kind of rad shit's gonna happen? You know, after boat or whatever the, down the road, and it's exciting, exciting times. Plan B is Berlin. Plan, plan B, yeah. Corey and I have this fantasy of Berlin, which. We can't really talk about it on air, but Bird? it's basically... B-I-R-D? Berlin. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> when we decide that life is no longer worth living and our wives leave us... It's a it's a code word, Berlin. Code, code word, Berlin, and that's when uh, uh, we go full retard. Let's talk about Berlin next time. Yeah. When you guys when you guys get your China video up, come back in here. Yeah. We'll, we'll discuss China in yeah. a little more detail, and then we'll talk Jared's about fucking like, Berlin. Cool. Yeah, uh, we're out of time. See ya. <laughs> no, I thought hey. you guys had to be out of yo, here. Yo, yo, I'll minute. go for another hour. Have, have, you, have you listened to this show? I'll go for another fucking hour. I don't care. Yeah, you're He's the like, one. To, yeah, you guys got to go now. Yeah. You See told ya. me yesterday, you said Corey's in 30 minutes. I, I was like, oh, fuck, of course he said 30 minutes. You, you know, we'll get we'll get 45 out of If he's entertained, he'll give you 45. Cool. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys coming in very much. You know, anytime, you know, just if you ever want to come on here, just give me a shout. We'll make it fucking happen. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Later. Later. Peace. My heart was always telling me how I felt. My car was always telling me to put on my seatbelt. The stop sign is always telling me to stop. And half a mile later, I get the same thing from that cop. The world is always telling me what to do. Don't hold your breath until your face turns blue. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't do crack cocaine. Don't jump without a parachute out of a plane. Don't drink your craft beers through your plastic straws. Don't support gun rights or gun control laws. Don't go to a funeral pretending you're dead. Don't name your kid Richard if your last name's Head. Don't go up in the dirigible or down with the ship. Don't request wagon wheel if you're not gonna tip. There's a whole lot of don'ts, but there's one big dude.